Rebecca and Jerry have just announced their topics for fall quarter at Cold Wax Academy, which begins October 12th. I think we said the 5th in the last ad, uh, but it is the 12th. So with a special focus on member participation, they are planning a couple of new features. One will be online mentoring to help with issues in creative practices. And one session this quarter will be devoted to members tracking their painting progress over the past year. The quarterly member critique and painting clinic for works in progress will also be featured along with further information on professional development. You can sign up for one of two membership levels at any time and catch up on the past two years of recorded weekly sessions at your own pace. So to hop on in for the fall quarter, that's coldwaxacademy.com, coldwaxacademy.com. On with the show. Hello and welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. On today's episode, we are talking about creative momentum. Studio practice has noticeable ebbs and flows in terms of productivity, sales, exhibiting, and marketing. There is also a creative energy flow that is less specific and harder to quantify that runs through our days in the studio. Sometimes our energy is strong and we feel carried along by ideas and excitement, and other times we feel sluggish, lack ideas, and have to push ourselves to even go to the studio. When we lose creative momentum, it's hard to feel we're doing our best work. What is creative momentum and how can we create and sustain it? With me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. Hello, everyone. So this topic came to my mind because my studio has recently been emptied of just about everything. I mean, the only things I have in there are a few works in progress. And that's because um, I had commissions I was working on. I had uh, a gallery that I supply uh, with work in Santa Fe. And then I'm just currently exhibiting my work in, in Telluride, Colorado. So there was all this work, all this effort going into producing new work for weeks and weeks and months. And all of a sudden, it's all gone. So uh, it's it's time to start all new work now. And um, this point of uh, in the in the cycle of producing work and getting work out into the world, when all the older stuff is gone and it's time for new stuff. It can feel really good. And that is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like this really, you know, I'm excited. There's energy. I'm relieved to be done with all the projects that I was working on ready for new stuff. Um, and I, I don't feel that I've lost momentum. There's, there's still this carryover. Um, but I know, and I, it's, I've experienced in the past and people have told me, it can also be uh, a stopping point. You know, you you feel like that that chapter has closed. You're you've come to the end of whatever you were doing, and you don't really know what's next. And that that point in time can be uh, one where you where you lose your, your forward energy. And it this uh, relates to the episode that we did recently about we called it the blank canvas, the blank whatever, the panel, the whatever it is you're working on that you have not yet touched. In this case, in my case right now, it's kind of the blank studio or that point that I'm talking about in, you know, we want to talk about in this podcast where you, you're blank. I mean, you really don't have something to work with. Um, and so that, 
that point um, where you're you're feeling that that's kind of what what we want to uh, talk about, and it can be hard because when you get to a point where you've met maybe you met your short term goals, you know, you you have a lot of us are in this, you know, push to get something done. You get it done. You've you've met those goals. And it can be kind of a loss because up to that point you've had this focus, you've had this purpose, um, a, a vision for what you're doing. And if anybody says, Oh, what's happening, you say, Well, I'm I'm working towards this exhibit or something like it's very specific and then it's done. And so it can be hard to conjure up uh, what is that next step? And when we talk about momentum, this can be the lull. And so kind of want to talk about how to keep that going, how to generate that energy again. Um, and as I as I sometimes do when I'm, um, you know, thinking about these topics, I, I look the word up. And it was interesting to me because momentum is defined by the dictionary in, in a very, you know, f- scientific way. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a physics principle, and it's kind of technical. Um, but when I read the, the technical description of what it means in terms of physics, it has to do with the mass of an object that produces motion. So if an object is moving, then it has momentum. Um, and a lot of uh, another aspect of momentum is it, it takes an effort to stop it. I mean, it, it it tends to perpetuate itself unless something stops it. So I would say in this case, the dictionary isn't all that helpful because lots of us use the word momentum in, you know, a more popular, non-technical way. Uh, but I found certain aspects of that kind of interesting. So if you if you or your artistic output is the object that's in motion, um, are you moving? You know, are you moving forward? How much force is behind that movement? How much energy? And what does it take to stop you? <laughs> and how can you get your movement going again? Um, so that's that's kind of shifting into artistic terms or creative terms. That's what we want to talk about. Um, and sometimes people, there's other words like people talk about emotional momentum, psychological momentum. I mean, that's it's used in a lot of ways, kind of loosely. Uh, we're calling it creative momentum today. So, um, so it is to me that momentum is that feeling of a flow of energy in your work, the thing that keeps you excited, the thing that keeps you uh, motivated, involved, um, and in the best ways, that momentum is your unstoppable force, you know, that energy that's behind your work. And it's certainly possible to to lose track of it. Right. And you also don't want to burn out. You don't want to put so much energy into your, your creative force that uh, you end up uh, <laughs> not wanting to continue or, or having uh, difficulties um with with just maintaining your 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 output right um, yeah and it is it is part of the creative process that you that you do slow down sometimes that's a very positive thing <laughs> so to to uh to realize when your force is 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 burning out and to try to to regulate it a little bit and i think when you're when you're very focused on a goal uh and you're not seeing past the the end point of that um 
you're you're putting absolutely everything into meeting the goal, that is a time that you can burn out. And so some of the things that I want to talk about today are looking past that particular thing that you're working at in order to sustain momentum. Um, so one of the one of the aspects of momentum in terms of the the, the physics term actually, um, but it applies to creativity, I think, is that once you're heading in a certain direction, you know, once a once a truck is rolling down the highway, um, you do tend to continue in that same direction unless something stops you. So if in general you are a productive person, you're a person with energy, you're a person with ideas, uh, and, and that's pretty much how you operate normally, um, a certain situation can bring you to a halt. And there are lots of those situations. I just mentioned the one about, you know, working towards a goal and then you hit it, you stop. But there's lots of other things that can happen in life that create that slowdown. But when when it happens, you, your tendency uh, in emotional terms or creative terms is to return to the state that you were in before. So even though it can be a struggle and you can feel like you've come to a stop, your natural tendency is to return. And that could be that could be a, a helpful idea because when you're in the middle of one of these slumps, it may seem like that's just the new you, you know. <laughs> but but I uh that was a principle that was mentioned in terms of people's psychological states that they they tend to return to whatever they were before this thing happened um and it's it's sort of a a balancing um in our personality to to come back to that that central kind of core uh thing which is great if you're generally in this kind of positive mood if not if you're not generally in the in the flow then that's that's a root issue and one that we've we have talked about a lot in the past about dealing with a negative state of mind that's sort of your default mode, you know, where maybe you have a lot of negative self-talk, um, unrealistic expectations, you know. There's a lot of things that go into that, and we have talked about that a lot. Um, and I don't, I don't really feel that's the focus of this one here, but to recognize if you, if that's your your general state of mind. That's that's what you need to work on. It's not really about this whatever slump you're in right now. It's about that basic core negativity. If on the other hand, you know, you, you generally have been heading in a good direction, I think you can believe you're going to get back to that. Um, and another idea about momentum in the terms of the physics definition is... Um, that taking action builds momentum. So, you know, pressing on the gas pedal of the of the truck moving forward creates momentum. And so in the studio, taking action, um, basically keeping going, <laughs> going to the studio, doing something to get moving, leads to that forward moving energy. Also, as you said, sometimes you do need a break. And um, I am not generally of the opinion that you should push yourself to be very productive when you're not feeling it. I think when you're not feeling it, um, if you can identify that as, I need a break, 
oh, but I'm going to get back to it. I think that's healthy. Uh, well, and if we use the kind of the driving the car analogy, it's you don't need your foot on the gas all the time. You don't need to be accelerating all the time. And if you do, you're probably going to go flying off the road and crash and burn. You know? <laughs> right. But if you, you need your brakes. <laughs> yeah. You need you need to be able to brake for the curves. You need to be you, you want to maintain that like nice, consistent highway cruising speed where you're not getting pulled over by the cops and you're not flying off the road. But you're uh, you know, you're getting everything done and you're you're headed in the right direction. Yeah. Yes, and when you come to a stop sign, you pause, you look around, and then you continue. We can really go with this analogy here. <laughs> but it, it's interesting. I mean, the, the car is a very mechanical object, uh, and you're applying certain actions to, to make it go. And in a way, you know, we do a lot of things in the studio that are pretty straightforward, you know. And, of course, there's a lot of things in the studio that, are more emotional than driving a car, you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of ups and downs that we struggle with, um, but trying to maintain that steady pace um, makes a lot of sense. And understanding that you need brakes, um, and understanding that when you come to a stop, you're going to start up again. And even if you run out of gas, you're going to put more gas in it. So, <laughs> uh, so. I think that, but these times when you when you feel that, that can be pretty hard. Um, and I think that if you don't recognize what's happening, it leads to this sort of general malaise, you know, this kind of like, oh, you know, I, I don't have anything more to say. I'm done. Um, I'm My work is not as interesting as it used to be. You can become overly critical of your work you can become overly critical of yourself as being non-productive, not forward-moving. Um, and, you know, as I kind of touched on there, there are so many things that can make this happen. I, you know, the example of, of this building towards a goal is certainly one, but there's a lot of other ones. And there's a lot of ones that really are out of our control. You know, you, you have some sort of big life change in, in, in your world and Maybe you're physically unable to continue for a while or or just something really upsetting happens in your life and um, creating a lot of stress, a lot of worry. And, um, you know, th those things happen to everyone. And to not add the stress of beating yourself up that you're not working during that time or just say, it's going to take me a while to get back, but I will get back. Um, and and giving yourself that that space to recover from whatever it is 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 really important. And I I certainly have talked to people and worked with people who who do beat themselves up and say, well, um, you know, this or that happened. I wasn't able to work for a while. I'm really frustrated now. <laughs> and that last part, I'm really frustrated. Um, well you know, make art about that, I guess. I, I, I feel like that's kind of the situation I was in just about a year ago when I hadn't worked all summer because we were moving. And when I did get back to the studio, that's what I was tapping into really was that whole experience and and working with the ideas that had been generated during that time. So it's it's a way of processing something that was difficult when you when you get back to working is one way um, to look at it. Let's take a quick break to talk about some deals that are available right now from Blick. 
There's some really great products from R&F that are on sale right now. The pigment sticks and the encaustic paints are both on sale. So if you use the R&F pigment sticks or encaustic paints, make sure to pick them up right now at a discount and be sure to use our affiliate link, which is MessyStudioPodcast.com slash Blick. That way Blick will donate 10% of your purchase to the Messy Studio Podcast. It costs you nothing, it's easy, and it is an incredible benefit to the show. If you're a longtime listener, you probably already have it bookmarked, so just remember to use your bookmarked affiliate link when you order. So once again, that's MessyStudioPodcast.com slash Blick. All right, let's get back into it. Do you have any other thoughts about um, just getting getting rolling again? I mean, that it, it seems like we can go a little bit deeper there. <laughs> you, know, yes. you recently had this experience of of taking yeah. a, a long break, and I we yeah. had a similar experience with um, with our flower business, uh, where we had to put things on hold for several yeah. months. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, getting started again is. Uh, it, it's it's truly a challenge. It is a challenge. I, I I guess what I what I said about recognizing that you were in that momentum, and it doesn't mean that you've lost it. It means you've you've come to the stop sign. <laughs> it's there's a lot of traffic going by, and you have to wait for a while. But but recognizing um, something we've we mentioned a number of times on the podcast, recognizing and acknowledging what was good, what was working, um, what have you accomplished in the past, what was your work about, um, and really taking some time with that, really um, sitting with that, and not not um, fighting against the fact that you had this, this thing, whatever it is, that interrupted you, uh, and to think of your work as a whole, you know, that there may be these breaks, but the idea, the central idea that, and in your case, the central idea of the flower business that you started with as a very good idea, you know, that hasn't changed. And, you know, kind of in the studio tapping into what it was that you were working with before, um, I had some some advice about the situation of meeting, like meeting a goal, which in studio life might be you've finished the commission, you've finished the exhibit, whatever it is, um, and how to avoid that that stopping point when you come to the end of what you're sort of thinking of as the end of something. Um, a lot of artists experience a block then, and they, they have trouble getting back into flow. And I would say, and this probably applies to a lot of things, pay attention to how you're framing it in your own mind. Do you do you see your work, do you see your progress as divided up into certain milestones, um, events, commitments, goals? That's perfectly natural and fine. I mean, you know, if you ask an artist, what are you working on? And they may say, well, I'm working toward my exhibit at, you know, the certain gallery, or I'm working on pieces because there's a studio tour. I mean, we all have those things, right? That's, that's helpful. It keeps your focus and things. But um, it doesn't mean the end of a train of ideas when you have this interruption or this downtime. Um, because, you know, there's a continuity to whatever you're doing. And, when you're at those points, you may feel like, 
like after you put up an exhibit or something's kind of come to an end, you may feel like, well, I said all I had to say. I don't know what to do now. And especially, um, I think dealing with that point is different depending on your work too, especially artists who work with a more conceptual approach usually work in pretty distinctive series and they exhibit the series and they have to come up with a new series. So there's maybe more of a break depending on the way that you work. Um, and in that case, I would say your continuity comes from your core ideas, your basic things that really interest you and they're playing out in different ways, um, maybe different media. And so the series, the end of the series marks a need for a shift. Uh, other people um, categorizing their work as for this show or that show may may not serve you as well. Um, your work may be more continual ongoing um, for years. And so you don't necessarily have to think of it as divided by the calendar or the destination or the event unless that's working for you. Um, even if you're working in series, it doesn't mean that because you're having an exhibit or doing something with the work you have so far, it doesn't mean the series has to end. Um, so just kind of challenging if you have those assumptions about what you're doing and how closely tied are you to whatever calendar you have um, in your life. And the other thing is, like we've talked about this numerous times, relying too heavily on outside validation on outside influences um something to question you know how how are you how worried are you about how you appear to other people do you appear productive do you appear successful um can slow you down because you may feel like you have to constantly prove that you're productive and it can be intimidating if you put too much emphasis on that in terms of starting a business like you're doing, um, you know, acknowledging it takes a long time to get it going in any case. When you have an unexpected slowdown, it makes it harder. Um, but acknowledging that, yeah, it takes a long time. It takes a long time for people to pay attention, to support you, to for you to become part of their way of thinking. You know, I need flowers, I'm going to call Ross, you know. I mean, it's... It, it takes, and, and in terms of art, um, I need I want some art for my home. I'm going to think of so-and-so. It just, it's bringing awareness um, over time. And it, it really does, it's a process. It takes a long time. Um, well, I think it is important to, if you are in that slump, to, to do have that level of forgiveness with yourself and mm -hmm. not expect to, you know, going back to the vehicle analogy, don't expect to come to the to the stop sign or, you know, slow down for road construction and then immediately go back up to highway speed. Like you have to you have to build that up again. Yeah. And and to give yourself the time and the patience to do that without beating yourself up. And that's something mm -hmm. that I struggle with, mm -hmm. you know, is is that I I should be at a different place than I am right now, and it's mm -hmm. it's an, uh, it's because of impatience and uh, and not and a lack of trust um, and a, maybe an overabundance of pride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and all of those things are often play into things that people experience in the studio too. Lot lots of stuff about patience. You know that is 
it plays into so much in in studio life um, and trust. Um, and I think the thing that you mentioned about pride is is that's kind of how you want people to see you. And again, I just mentioned this idea that I, I think in our world of social media, especially, there is um, this sense that we always need to appear a certain way. And artists will think, oh, I haven't, you know, I haven't posted anything for a while on social media. It's going to look like I'm not doing anything, you know. And it's like, you know, be okay with that. It really is okay. And 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 it's sort of sort of an assumption that people are actually paying that much attention, right? You know, I mean, most people don't keep track of how many times you post. So, I mean, somebody else posts. So, all those things you mentioned are are definitely they you create your own problems by getting mired in those that negativity that you can feel about these slow down times and and like you said forgiving yourself understanding this is part of the process you really can't necessarily speed things up or change things and i i feel like that when it comes to change the best change happens slowly. It happens organically. It happens as a result of contemplation, as a result of experience, um, processing. And then sometimes there's a kind of a burst of energy and you feel, oh, things are coming together. This is, this is great. Then you get into that, you know, high energy flow. Other times it takes a while and you mess around a lot to get there. (laughs) Uh, eventually get there because you know that flow state if you have achieved the flow in the past you're going to get back to it it's just I think it's something that when you when you get into a momentum of good energy a productivity uh, you know what it feels like you know it's good and it's part of you Um, and finding your way back to it can be can take a while can be difficult but you know you have that potential because you've experienced it before. And so, you know, that's the trust, I think, that you just mentioned, that trust in yourself and trust that you get there. It just, you know, it can be a struggle, definitely. And it it kind of, um, it hurts me as a person who who does, I mean, I maintain pretty good momentum all the time, it hurts me when I hear about people losing it and feeling really down or frustrated. And, and I can look at it and say, you get back there. (laughs) I know you don't feel it in the time that it's happening. It just, um, it feels very discouraging. So. Well, and, and something about what you were saying about, um, you, from a business perspective and, and, um, kind of how money comes and goes, uh, it, it made me think of um, there's a there's a proverb that uh, wealth hastily gotten will dwindle, but those who gather little by little will increase it. So this this idea that like when it comes really fast, like it's it's easy come easy go, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's the process of building wealth and building your business and um, developing your art. That's something that happens over time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. Yeah, and it's. And you know when when things do happen overnight, quickly, unsu- uh, like surprisingly, unexpectedly, pennies from heaven, yeah. you they know, they tend then to go quickly too. They do, and and yet you're so excited. People are so excited when those things happen, 
yeah, and then you think, oh, well, this is the new reality. You know, this is gonna, <laughs> this is gonna rain down on me now, and uh, usually not. Yeah, and I, I, when I first graduated from, um, well, from grad school with my degree in painting, and I, um, <laughs> you know, funny story, I knew that okay, people go through a lot of stuff to get into their first gallery, I and mean, this is a big challenge. Okay, so. I decided to go uh, to Chicago and um, spend a day or two walking around and, you know, doing the thing that I guess we did more easily in those days, which is just carry portfolios around. And I went into the very first gallery that I went into, I kid you not, um, started talking to the woman and I had my portfolio and she wanted to see my work and she was very excited. And I left there with you know, all the, everything in place that she's going to take my work. And she did take my work. Well, I came out of there thinking, oh, what was so hard about that? You know, I mean, like, what's the big deal? And so, okay, so I engaged with this gallery. They way overpriced my work for somebody who wasn't known at all. It gave me my first show and um, with the overpriced work and the um, expensive champagne flowing and the catered hors d'oeuvres. And I mean, to me, it's like, oh, oh, oh. And she came, she came to my studio to see my work, uh, you know, a distance of five hours drive, um, took me out to lunch. I mean, I was getting the star treatment. I'm fresh out of grad school. And I'm thinking, oh, well, this is great. You know, this is like super... And okay, the the end of the story is that entire operation burned out within less than a year. And I she never sold a single painting. Um and it dried up and went away. I mean, she was she didn't know what she was doing and she was overspending and she was sort of leading the life of the, you know, extravagant gallery owner who's wines and dines her her artists and things, which is fun, you know. But I wow, that was amazing. Then I'm back in the position of okay, now I got to find another gallery. And then evolved a very long struggle and very hard work to get anyone interested. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw both sides of it in a short time. And it really was um, informative to me. <laughs> but it's a, it's a great illustration of exactly what you're saying, that when these things happen, sometimes they do work out. You know, it's possible. But often... It's not a real situation. It's not something that's going to sustain. And that that build up that, you know, bit by bit, step by step, is much more sustaining in the long run. Well, do you have any final thoughts to wrap up this episode? Uh, yeah, I would say we're all sensitive to these kind of ups and downs that we experience in our work in terms of momentum, in terms of things happening, um, you know, everything's working out or no, I'm stuck. I'm not, it's not happening. Um, and experiencing a break in your momentum, whatever it is you're doing is really common. It's just like inevitable. It's going to happen. Um, so I hope, you know, we've given at least some perspective on ways to deal with this. And, and, and I was focusing more on this in your in your artwork when you come to those stopping points when things just seem to be winding down and it's hard to get going again um but i would say with um any kind of disruption that you experience 
if you know that as a person you generally have energy and you generally have a desire to grow, to change, to make things happen, um, I think you can feel confident that you'll get back to that place. Um, even though, you know, it can feel like a real loss when you're in the middle of that uh, downturn. And when when there are situations that you can sort of anticipate, such as um, when you're coming to the end of a, a commitment, a goal, something you've been very focused on, if you can anticipate that and try to see it in terms of it's incubation, it's I'm preparing for the next thing, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I think that's all. That's all to the good. All right. Well, that just about wraps up this episode of The Messy Studio. For more from The Messy Studio, please go to MessyStudioPodcast.com and sign up for the email list. You can also find The Messy Studio on Facebook, as well as Rebecca's public profile page. For more from Rebecca Kroll, check out RebeccaKroll.com and Cold Wax Academy at ColdWaxAcademy.com. Be sure to sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. For more from myself, Ross Tickner, check out rosstickner.com. The Messy Studio is a Tick Digital Media production. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. Until then, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. Thanks, everybody.